finding your niche, who are your, are your customers, finding that ideal marketplace and how to connect with your customers. That's the kind of thing we're talking about today in our podcast. I hope you can join me. Join me, e-commerce Emma, where I will be discussing all matters e-commerce, digital and social marketing, giving you the skills to thrive online. So if you're an Amazon guru, Shopify newbie, or just looking at increasing sales online, join me each week. I will have content for everyone. E-commerce is my business. I look forward to connecting with you. Hi folks, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today we're talking about finding your niche, who your customers are, um, how to kind of drill down into that niche and understand you know, who you are actually targeting and who you want to actually do business with. So I think the first thing is to think about your niche, think about your customer base. Um, for example, with myself, you know, I, I do a mixture of different things. Um, so on the one hand, I do a lot of e-commerce marketing, i.e. to e-commerce platforms, but I probably spend more of my time um, showing people how to build up their businesses, um, you know, with the different kinds of digital tools. So for example, with Google My Business, I spend an awful lot of time on that because I think it's probably the most powerful platform out there. Um, and, you know, other kinds of digital tools, whether that is kind of like social media or LinkedIn or there's something on their website they can actually deal with or whether I'm helping people to run Google ads or Facebook ads or, you know, other kinds of things that can add to their business profile online and in person and other things that they can do on a one-to-one basis. Often I'll be talking to customers about what they can do in terms of networking or person-to-person events. Um, I used to run like a science education company and, you know, one of the main things that I did there was like I did, I did events. You know, I went out and I met people and, you know, sometimes I'd have two or 300 people turn up. They'd all want what I was offering and, you know, I could make an awful lot of money in one day, much more so than I could ever make online. So I think you have to kind of mix up the two as well. So I'm not exclusive about e-commerce despite the name e-commerce Emma um, but generally speaking that is what I'm doing so when I'm talking about things online um, so on YouTube or here for example I'm trying to make it quite generic I suppose um, so that everyone can use those sort of skills you know so I spend a lot of time on Pinterest as well it's a really good search uh, engine in terms of getting people to know about your business um, so I spend a lot of time teaching people how to do that or providing audits or you know giving them like a free download or whatever it is to help them to understand how to actually make more money with their business and the same with LinkedIn and profiles and all those kinds of things it's all the little jobs that I tend to do as well as sort of working in house with businesses or you know just doing coaching calls with them um so it's a mixture of things so like for me I you know I stick obviously with e-commerce and I stick with all those digital kind of toolkits if you like and then occasionally I'll throw in a bit of Pinterest a bit of Etsy rather and Amazon and eBay um, as kind of like 20% of the kind of content I'm putting out there because that's not going to be applicable to everybody. Lots of businesses are going to have their own websites and they're not interested in eBay or Etsy or, you know, anything else really. So that's that's just another way of actually putting that together. But I think when you're actually thinking about your niche or your particular audience, I don't think that happens naturally. I don't think it happens overnight. I think you have to sort of have been in business a little while. And sometimes it's like a trial and error thing. Sometimes you need to actually think about, you know, who your customer is, you know, where you're going to find them, um, who you want to concentrate on. And often that comes from, like I say, experience. You know, you might have started off having like this big 
open sort of area. You might have said you were selling socks to everybody. Everybody needs socks, so you're going to sell socks to the whole world. And then over months or years or whatever, you think, you know what, I sell, the most socks I sell are to babies. So I'm just going to concentrate on selling the baby socks. And actually that will do you more good because like, say, for example, someone's on Etsy, for example, or another platform, and they can say that you are making your own socks, they're all handmade, they're all perfect, they're all unique or whatever it is. Um, but if you are selling socks for women and men and kids and dogs and anybody will have them, often you might have lots of ranges, you might have lots of styles and lots of colours and they've got to go through all those different things before they get what they want. So realistically, in that situation, your niche is going to be baby socks. Um, of every colours, every sizes, you know, everything's like that. And, you know, it's one of those things where you've got to make sure the niche isn't too narrow, so you're going to get enough business. But then on the other hand, you know, are you getting enough out of it as well? So it's just one of those things to actually think about. So when we're talking about a marketplace or a niche, then that's what we want to think about. So like I say, it's not um, it's not something that's easy to do. It's not something that's quick to do. Um, it's the kind of thing that you need to kind of consider. And it's more something that happens over time, I would say. Um, and and I don't think it's something to overthink either. You know, everyone likes to ban this word of niche around. The niche is just the very defined category in which you are going to sell something in. It's it's really that easy. Um, but like I say, it's not going to come on day one of business. It might come and it will be something that evolves over time until you find where you actually fit. And then that just means that you can market yourself better. So whether that's on YouTube or whether that's on Pinterest or whether that's in person or by running ads or whatever it is, the more you can kind of hone down on that particular skill set, the better. So like, for example, if you're running Google ads or Facebook ads, Facebook ads in particular, because you can define your audience down to an exact term. Uh, and the same with Google ads. If you're searching for specific keywords, bear in mind it goes on pay-per-click. And I've been working with somebody on this today already. And, you know, they've already specified an ad spend. They've already spent up like within an hour because the actual range of terms that they've selected and keywords, we're all, always used to using as many keywords as possible, as many hashtags as possible. That doesn't help you in this situation. What you're better off doing in these kinds of campaigns is having two or three set words so that you know that the people who are looking for something. So, for example, if someone's looking for a review of a product, you might say sock review or baby sock review. And it's the fact that they will only they will only you will only get a visitor that is looking for that exact search term. And therefore, you know that they're more likely to be up for purchasing something because they're looking for a review and then they're looking to buy. Um Whereas if you just put, say, baby socks, it could just be someone looking at another person, another designer, another creator who wants to look at your baby socks and steal your ideas. You don't know, do you? It's it's about trying to kind of like second guess what people actually want, because otherwise you're just paying for those people to come to your page and helping it helping you know, to find them easier, I guess, but they're not necessarily going to spend with you. So, you know, it, it's that side of it as well. There's different things like that. So once you actually know what your niche is, you know what your market is or your category, shall we say, category instead of niche, um, or like the Americans like to say niche, if you want to use that word instead. Um, but 
yeah, that's the kind of word we, we use over here. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where you have to think about who your actual audience is going to be. So how are you going to find them? But once you've actually defined that niche, you can then target keywords better, whether that's on Facebook, on Google um, or YouTube or anybody else who happens to sell ads. So it's just it's just going to mean that your actual audience and actually connecting with those potential customers and the people who are going to pay you is going to be that little bit easier. So if we're thinking about our marketing and we're thinking about a niche, it's about thinking specifically what you want to sell, who ideally you'd like to sell it to, you know, where you're going to make the most money, where you're going to make the most profit, you know, and all those things combined. So, you know, that's what you need to be thinking about at the moment. Um, So have a go at that. Think about it in detail, you know, be your own worst critic, appraise yourself where possible, and then you'll be much closer to actually in, in the kind of framework that you're looking for. And once you've got that, it'll be much easier to target your customers, target your business, to find new customers and new clients. I'm constantly going through this situation myself, you know, where I was a year ago, it's not where I am now. And for me, like I say, I have to kind of split myself a little bit between the person that does the training for Amazon and the person that does the training on everything else. Because the everything else is generally what people want but then there's also people who want me to do specific training for their website or for Etsy or you know audits and business audits and you know showing people how to do Amazon you know step by step from day one lots of businesses want to sell on there but they don't understand how to do it or what needs doing so I kind of have to appeal to both camps and um you know, it's it's tricky. You don't want to narrow your niche too small because then you haven't got any business. But then you don't have, want to have it wide open like a chasm because then no one's going to find you. So it's a, it's a mixture of two things. It's not easy to do, but it takes time and it's not something that should be thought of overnight. A lot of people in the starting up businesses are like, right, I know what I want to sell. I've got to decide on my market. I've got to do that and that. When actually in reality, a lot of these things take time and, you know, they just do take time. I mean, there's no other way of putting it really. Um, just the fact that, it, you know, it's trial and error at the end of the day. So it's one of those things. So I wish you well. Please let me know how you get on. Um, if that's any use to you, I know it's maybe not as a good of an episode as normal um, because this kind of topic is kind of very uh, up in the air, I guess. And it's different for everybody, I think is, is the main point here. Um, so if I can help further, do do let me know, do get in touch. If you want to share this episode with people, I'd love to, to share it to Instagram. My handle there is um, just at ecommerce.emma. It's as simple as that. And just let me know where you're listening in the world and what you think of this and whether it's any been any use to you or not. As I say, as the same with any other episode that are on this channel, um, I'd love to connect with you and learn more about you. And obviously, if I can be of any help, do drop me a message and I'll do what I can. Um, So until next time, I shall see you then.